You're listening to Comedy Dynamics Daily. some people over my house that's that's a really hard thing to do now you either relate with this or you don't but everybody remembers the first time you had like people over not like in college but you have people i don't know how people do it effortlessly i know my mom growing up like she could get ready get dressed and still be preparing things as people came in the house and be a host not me I have to be done five hours before everybody gets there. I sweat like I have malaria. And once I start sweating, there's no going back. I'm a party Nazi. I, uh, I want everyone to have fun, but I yell, because people, you want them to follow certain orders you have a party. You know what I'm talking about? You're like, you want everyone to sit down. People don't listen. They don't listen. You go, hey, everybody, we're going to sit down. We're going to eat dinner. Okay. We're gonna, and then I go, my girlfriend goes, they're not sitting down. I go, well, you tell them they're not listening to me. So I go, we're fucking eating. <laughs> sit down. Go in the living room and the dining room and sit down. And then somebody, before everyone's sitting down, starts eating. I'm like, fucking wait for everybody, you pig. And these are people I love, but I just don't like the way they eat. Then somebody brings a soda bottle and puts it on the table. I'm like, no big deal. Get it the fuck off. Some people are like, why, is that wrong? And other people are going, I know what he means. Some people show up an hour early to a party. I was having a party an hour early. They go, what can we do to help? Fucking leave. I'm not being cute either. Ha <laughs> ha fucking leave, no, get in here. No, go drive around the neighborhood. I haven't even showered yet. It was everybody bring something party. You know everybody brings something? Hey, let me ask you a question. If I'm wrong, I've been wrong before, it's no big deal. When everybody brings something, ever bring something party, it means bring it made, right? Right, right, thank you. The, the guy with the bag of potatoes and the butter. If that's the mashed potatoes, we're not having mashed potatoes. <laughs> now you know a little bit more about me. <laughs> we're not having mashed potatoes because I already dried out the sink. Okay, there, I said it, all right? And everybody was gathering around. It was pretty, uh, pe- a lot of my close friends. And sometimes you have people at a party. You ever have people, you go to a party and there's so many people you can't wait to talk to. You crave, you just crave seeing them. Even in the car, you're like, oh, I'm going to see them and them. And you can't wait to take your own corner at the party and you're giggling and having fun. And then somebody stops you. Hey, how you doing? Ah, fuck. <laughs> you feel like the type of people, if you tried to get by them, they would block you. Ah, ah, oh, shit, you know I don't like you. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit, I didn't know you knew. We knew. I thought nobody, I thought you didn't know. No, you know? Okay. How are you? <laughs> you start sweating. They tell you the most boring story, you know. Oh my God, on the way here, we almost got in a car accident. So basically nothing happened. Good, that's a good one to start. (laughs) What I do is when people tell me a really boring story, this is a good one. This really does work. You gotta be nice. If someone tells you a really boring story, commit. Go like this, go act like you're interested. Go, oh my God, that is so interesting. I actually read about that in Who Gives a Fuck magazine. (laughs) And chew your nail, it makes it look less evasive. Yeah, I think I read it in there. All your stories were in there. Good for you. Now, what do you do? You submit them or something like that? Yeah, none of my stories were in there. Keep biting your nail. It's totally cool. I have an aunt. She shows up to a lot of these parties when they're Christmas and, you know, holiday parties. She's always, she's a little bit, uh, you know, she's like uh, a little large. And, uh, I don't know, in case she hears the CD. Um... <laughs> I don't mean large like, you know, that. I mean large like, hey. Uh, yeah, she's like, hey. 
Hey, I mean like larger than life. She's like got a great attitude. And uh, she's always like, oh my God. She tries to rationalize why she's eating so much of something by claiming it's so, she'll like eat cookies. She goes, oh my God, normally I wouldn't eat so many. What are these? I'm like, they're Oreos. It was everybody brings something. We talked about that. Some girl, and by the way, don't bring what you have. And look, I'm not a rich guy. Go to the dollar store, you can get bowls for a buck. You know, you ever have somebody and they bring it in a poor person's bowl? You know what I mean? Come on, it's yellow with a handle. It's got dog chew marks all over it. It looks like it's been used as a water bowl for a few years. It's been put in the microwave a few hundred times. All the dog chew marks are melted. They got newspaper on the top of the rubber band. Thanks for bringing the potato salad in that. I'll just plop that right down on the table, no problem. One girl brought this stuff called corn pudding. Now, thank you. What if she was here tonight? Anyway, <laughs> brought this stuff called corn pudding. It was gross, but what are you gonna say? Someone goes, if something's really good, what do you say? Sometimes you even curse, because you know that you're like, they go, how is it? You go, are you shitting me? This is unfucking believable Because it's like a sauce and it's so good, you want to dip your bread in it, right? But if something's bad, you tend to say, oh my God, this is so fucking good, because there's no in between, right? You can't go, hey, how is it? You know what, it's not the best thing I've ever had, but it's not the worst either. <laughs> Nothing? That's a compliment in there somewhere. Sift through it. So she brought this stuff, uh, corn pudding, and then she, I, she, I go, it's so good. So she goes, it's so easy. It's so easy to make. But I'm thinking, no shit. Uh, I'd be surprised if this was hard to make, to be honest. I'd be like, hmm, something this shitty, hard to make. You wouldn't have thought so. Looks like you just threw it together, to be honest. She goes, all I do is take two cans of cream corn, dump them in a pot. First of all, I don't like any recipe involves the word dumping. You know, it doesn't, doesn't look like you're putting a lot of love into it, dumping can. I just dump this can, I dump it, I dump it on. Think about that, I'm dumping it. Hey, let me dump some shit on some other shit. I'm dumping it. Hey, I'm almost done dumping stuff on other stuff. Like she thought the recipe had to be void of any love or anything. And then once she knew I liked it, I'm not making this up. She, do you get that she thinks I like it? So why shouldn't she tell me everything? She goes, and you know that stuff I made? I'm supposed to put butter and eggs in it, but I didn't have any, so I just baked it and I burnt it. Like, are you gonna stop? I started to think, like, how far would she go in my head, like, to be a parody of herself? I was just afraid she'd be like, oh, here's that way I make it. I lay in bed, and there's next to my bed is a, uh, a Bunsen burner and a pot and a canoe oar. And as my husband fucks me, I stare it. I put no thought into it whatsoever. All I do is think about, you know, we're fucking, and I'm fucking, and he's, and I'm staring, and he's fucking, and I'm staring, and I'm like, ah! And he's like, hey. And I'm like, hey. And I'm fucking and he's staring. I keep doing it because there's some people laughing and I think I can make him have a heart attack. And I'm fucking and he's staring. And he's like, hey. And then he goes, think about the recipe a little. I go, no, it's all about the fucking. And he's staring. And then I'm staring and he's like, ha. Oh. And I'm like, hey. I don't like doing that bit. I'm gonna be honest, I really don't like doing that bit, and I'll tell you why. People came tonight, I want uh, everybody to have a good time tonight. Probably a sign of, not, not always a good sign, not good, but uh, I want everyone to have a good time. And what if you came tonight with like your neighbors, and I'm doing that bit, you know, where you brought your parents, because you go, hey, let's go see a comedy show. What could go wrong? And then I'm up here going, and he's fucking, and I'm staring, and then he's fucking, and I'm staring, and he's fucking. 
And then you're like, oh my God, I hope this bit ends soon. And then the bit ends and you're like, thank God, the rest of his act is pretty funny, you know? And then I start doing the part now where I'm talking about it. You're like, oh my, he's fucking and I'm staring and I'm fucking and he's staring. So I'm not gonna do that bit anymore. I'm gonna drop it out of the act. Oh my God, that could be the name of my CD. He's fucking and I'm staring. Write that down, guys. The guys with the headsets over there, right? He's fucking and I'm staring. Or, you know what, another name for the CD could be I mushed a puppy till it shit on my pants. You like that one? We'll take uh, votes. <laughs> Comedy Dynamics Daily is in a Cellcast original and produced by Brian Volkweiss, Richard Myrick, and me, Brian Adams. Thank you for listening.